The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Kim Grinnells at Dogman.com with Steve Bartle from Ute Zone, the Utah site for the 24-7 network. And uh, Steve told me he's at Rice Eccles Stadium. Steve, the game's up here this week. It's up here. <laughs> it's up there at Husky Stadium. Balmy 80-degree weather. So recommending you all wear shorts and T-shirts on up here on Saturday. But uh, the game's up here, dude. <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, I am here currently at Ricycle Stadium, uh, <laughs> but I'm not here for, for the Utah-Washington game. I'm actually here for the Utah State football playoffs and and uh, and that, but uh, excited to be up at Seattle this weekend, man. It's going to be a fun one, I think, and you know this is going to be uh, obviously a tough test for Utah, but certainly excited to be up in Seattle and Husky Stadium yet again. It's a great time, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because you know some of the places we don't get to go anymore. You know, we don't get to go to Utah, we don't get to go to uh, San Francisco, we don't get to go down to, into Arizona. And I gotta believe, you know, from the opposing school, Seattle's a cool place to come. You know, rather than Eugene, Corvallis, Pullman. <laughs> yeah, I think I I would agree with that. I I've enjoyed my uh, my trips up to Seattle. It's been a lot of fun for us and. Uh, and so certainly looking forward to this weekend. There should be a, a good contingency of Utah fans making the trek up there to Seattle since this, you know, is going to be the last time for Utah fans to make that trip, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, and so it's it should be, uh, you know, interesting to see the turnout, you know, in terms of the red that shows up in Husky Stadium. But I think a lot of Utah fans are planning to uh, – to make the trip up there this week, because as you, as you alluded to, it is going to be the last time we're, we're making some of these trips. So you gotta, you know, I think a lot of Utah fans are, you know, enjoying some of these, these trips for the last time. Sold out stadium game time kickoff at 1230. Uh, are you used to these 1230 starts, Steve? Or? <laughs> it's been, that's so funny because it's such a, uh, it's such a frustrating thing for Utah fans because, you know, Utah fans, we love night games, right? Night, Rice-Eccles Stadium at, at night, it's such a, a special atmosphere. And haven't played a single night game this season. Well, I mean, you could count the Florida game as a night game, but that was, you know, that was back in back in August. So does that really count as a night game? I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. We've played a lot of primetime you know, midday games, and that's been a uh, unique experience. But certainly, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one up in Seattle, no doubt about that. Uh, and uh, and yeah, it should be fun. 
We'll give you all of our night games. We'll take the twelve three starts every time, every day, every day. Yes, no doubt. There's there's obviously greater benefits to playing, you know, midday than there is playing it late, you know, late at night. Well, so there. Well, you don't mind the night games. What time do the bars close in Salt Lake City? What time, I mean? It, hey, 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 they, you know, they close. They close at you know reasonable times here in Salt Lake City. Okay, you know we're. 9.30, all right, yeah. some of them. <laughs> so they're closed anyways. You don't care. So, <laughs> but Anyways, uh, sold out Husky Stadium. Any chance in the world somebody pulls a rabbit out of their hat and Cam Rising plays football on Saturday? <laughs> no, no, he's <laughs> he's – that's not going to happen. That would be uh, – I mean, you know, obviously with the way that the season is gone, I mean, it, it could happen uh, because, you know, it seems like – well, you know, everybody's expecting one thing and, you know, it ends up being the other, you know, and that's kind of just the way the season has gone and, and that, but I think, you know, I, I don't expect to see Cam Rising at all this weekend. <laughs> now, tell me a little bit about this offense without Cam Rising, you know, just looking at some of the games, just looks like it's a heavy, heavy uh, play action, depending on their offensive line, getting that running game going, if they're able to get the running game going, it's opening up the passing game quite a bit. Yeah, you know, with this offense, uh, Bryson Barnes has settled in, you know, once it became clear that Cam was not coming back. And I think once that um, situation was cleared up and it became clear that he wasn't coming back, I think that's allowed both Bryson and the rest of the offense, as well as coaches, to just kind of settle in and just say, hey, this is the group we got. This is the group that we got to we got to make things happen with. And uh, and from that point on, you know, that happened during the bye week. And uh, from that point on, you know, there's been some ups and downs. And that's to be expected for a guy like Bryson Barnes, who, you know, he's been here in the program for three years, four years, 2020. How do we count 2020? I, so I four count. years. I get confused yeah. over three. Anything over three, I'm confused. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm right there with you, Kim. Um, but you know, so he's been here for a while. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. but you know, the, the playing experience, obviously being the backup, uh, isn't there, right? This is still a guy that's only played, you know, a handful of games. And so, uh, it's, it's a bit, it's been a bit of a process to, you know, get him to a place where, you know, this offense can, can, you know, find success through the air, uh, which it has, you know, here and there, you know, mostly here, uh, you know, against Cal, USC, uh, NASU, it helps to play those, those poor defenses, but against Oregon, you know, the def- the, the offense struggled and, um, you know, there's, so there is that. And so there's been some ups and downs, but, you know, overall there's been a lot of good things. He threw four touchdowns last week and that's, that's the thing with this offense is it doesn't need a lot of production, right? He threw for four touchdowns, but he also threw for only 160 yards, which for, you know, Michael Penix, that's a first quarter. Um, but 160 yards does wonders for, for this offense and this run game. Uh, and so, as you know, if they can get that, um, that, that has done – a lot that's benefited this offense a lot. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's so interesting when you start talking about, you know, this matchup, because you know, on one side, you've got this high powered offense with Michael Penix and an incredible uh, group of receivers putting up ridiculous numbers through the air. And then you've got this, this quarterback on the other side of the ball that, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, giving his best to get to 160, you know, it feels like a fight 
just to get to, you know, to above 150, but it's just amazing the impact that those 150, 160 yards, however many he throws, it's amazing what it does for this offense just because, you know, it forces the opponent to at least respect the pass a little bit. Um, and that tends to, to open things up, uh, you know, inside in the trenches at the line of scrimmage, at least a little bit for these running backs, Jaquinnon Johnson, Jaquinnon Jackson and Sione Baki and Jalen Glover. And it gives them a, a little bit more space uh, to run the ball. And that little bit of space uh, has, has done a lot for, for the run game. You know, they ran for over 300 yards last week, uh, ran really well against USC and Cal, uh, and so that's that's kind of the formula for Utah on the offense side of the ball. Get enough out of the passing game and allow this run game to to uh, you know to help you control the ball. If I'm Utah, I'm running the ball all day. I mean, Washington's had trouble stopping the run. Uh, you run the ball, you shorten the game, and with Washington's explosive offense, keep them off the field. But I see them running the ball all day up the middle at Washington. Is that what you're anticipating? Yeah, you know I think. That is that is going to be, you know, when you're talking about Utah, that's always going to be a heavy, you know, uh, a heavy dose of inside zone and, and that sort of thing on Kyle Whittingham. That's just the staple of which they build their offense around. And so you're going to see that a lot. But I, I do think like, you know, they are aware that they need to do more than just hand it off inside, you know, three straight times you know, in an offensive series. So, you know, you will see a heavy dose of run because that's just what this offense is. Uh, and, and, and that, but you will see some variety as well. And, you know, with some of the athletes that they have, you know, with uh, Sione Vaki and now a two-way player and dynamic guy with the ball in his hands, you know, you've got an- another guy, Nate Johnson, who, you know, whenever he, he seems to touch the ball in those read option situations and he pulls it, He's pretty dynamic. You know, he had a 60-yard run last week against Arizona State, and you know, he was pulling away from defenders, from DBs. So, you know, there's some athletes on this offense that can give Utah some different looks and a bit of variety. So they're not just handing it off on these inside zones, you know, through straight plays. But, but that's you're going to see a lot of that for sure. I think in order for Utah to win, they've got to score at least 35 points. Uh, do they have the playmakers and that ability to get that done on offense? Yeah, you know, against USC, um, they were able. What they what was that score? Thirty four, thirty two. Come you on, know, so they you, have, that was that was USC. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just saying, Kim. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just giving you a hard time at, there. Yeah, you know, if we look at defensive rankings and 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 ratings and stuff, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Washington defense can can give up some numbers. That's all I'm saying, Kim. Absolutely. That's all I'm going to say. But but yeah, I think you know, asking for thirty five. Uh, is, you know, it feels like a lot for this offense, but they've shown that they can put at least some points on the board. And for Utah, again, it comes back to uh, ball control. And can you shorten this game? That's going to be the key for them, right? Can you limit possessions where you're limiting points on the board? Because Washington is going to score a lot. But if you limit their possessions, if you limit how much they have the ball, you know, that helps you out you know, on defense uh, as as well. So, you know, the the offense is absolutely going to have to score points, right? Can they get, right. you know, multiple scores? Can they get close to 30? If they can do that, they'll have a chance. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the other thing the weather could be a factor we're a little bit out but uh we could see not only the rain but the wind and you know if you're not used to playing in that that can really have an impact but you know that's one more reason for utah to keep it on the ground and shorten the game going against washington's probably weakest point on the defense but you know when you talk about washington's offense um you know they had that couple of week stumble when the flu pretty much ravaged the team uh after the uh arizona state game um you know i I just looked at michael Mm -hmm. Penix and he looked like hell I mean, yeah. uh, excuse me, the Stanford game. He looked like hell. He was wheezing. He was coughing. And he says, yeah, they've been keeping me away from people all week. But he didn't hesitate breathing on us. But, uh, you know, they came back <laughs> last week. And uh, I told Michael after the game, you look different than last week. He was, yeah, I'm not sick. But with this Washington offense, but this Utah defense is nothing to nothing to you know snicker at. That's a really good defense they're going to play. If, if you're Washington, where do you attack that defense? Because the running game last week with 250. 56 yards from Dylan Johnson. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if if you've watched a USC defense at all this season, you you probably, you know, you could have seen it coming, you know, at least maybe not 256, but you certainly saw a, a great running, a great opportunity to, to put up some numbers, you know, on the ground because USC can't stop a cold. Um, but, you know, it's it'll be interesting, right? So for Utah, this defense – what the best way to describe this Utah defense is they just find a they have a knack of just ugling up games, right? You know, whatever you like to do, they just have a way of, of making it hard for you, right? So, you know, against 
Caleb Williams. Uh, they they limited him. You know, he still put up good numbers, but it was it was it required a lot for him to put up. I think what was it? I think he still went through for like three hundred yards, but it you know it felt like a lot and. You know, and so that's that's the key for for Utah is, you know, can you limit the big plays uh, that you know Washington, some of these high powered offenses can generate, right? They they weren't able to do that against Oregon at all, and Oregon mercifully, uh, you know, uh, took their pedal, you know, took the foot off the gas, and so uh, you know that score wasn't as as bad as it as the game actually was and so you know there is that that double-edged sword there's that two sides of the coin right utah was looks great the defense uh, did a good job of ugling up games against usc and other programs ucla and, and that sort of thing uh but against you know a top tier team and i think washington is absolutely you know top tier team uh I, it's going to be tough it's going to be a tall task right so it's going to be a big test for the secondary, which you know they've given up some big plays throughout the season, but they've also you know done a good job of you know limiting receptions. They have I think three, four guys that are limiting close to fifty percent reception, you know, completion percentage, which you'll take that, right? I think Washington, I think they've got one guy in the fifties right now in terms of completion percentage allowed. I think most of their guys are about sixty percent, um, and so you know it's it's. It's making teams. It's taking away that explosiveness. It's making them a little bit less efficient, and and that's the key to their success. They have, you know, a, a secondary that is long, that's athletic, uh, that can disrupt. Um, but they haven't faced. I don't think they faced the receiving corps like this Washington uh, team yet. So it's it's going to be their toughest test. And then you know, with Washington, that offensive line is unreal it is so good uh this is that's going to be another tough test because that's where you know where utah where they find a lot of success on defense is from the guys in the trenches you know junior tafuna jonah ellis who's you know uh, he's up there i think he's still leading the pac-12 in sacks with 11 and a half uh you know but he's been a guy that's been able to get pressure on quarterbacks pretty consistently but you look at those bookend tackles uh, with uh, Troy Fautanu and and uh, Roger Rosengarten, they've man, I think they're still single digits in terms of pressures allowed this season. So, uh, tough test for the defensive front, and really, you know, if you're if Utah needs, um, you know, their best this this weekend against this Washington offensive line, Utah needs a great game from this Utah defensive front because. You know, as much as it is about getting pressure on Michael Penix, you can't allow Dylan Johnson and that run game to get going either, right? You want to make this, you know, as one-dimensional as you can. You don't want to allow that run game to become a factor in this game uh, either. So it's going to be a tough test. In Utah, you know, ideally, they're able to get a performance from that defensive front that allows them to keep minimal numbers in the box so they can keep guys in coverage. You know, that's going to be the ideal formula for them. Uh, and that's going to be a tough task because that, again, that Washington offensive line is really, really good. We're going to, we're going to name this Utah wants to ugly it up in Seattle, by the way. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's exactly the formula uh, <laughs> for them is yeah, health- on both sides of the ball, really. <laughs> yeah. Health wise. Uh, how's Utah looking? Anything, uh, anything really glaring health wise with Utah? 
I mean, the total number of games missed this season is glaring. I think we're upwards of 150 games wow. uh, of guys miss you know, of games missed by guys you know that either start or are in the two deep. Right. So it's been it's been a tough year in terms of health for Utah this season. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, this team, what we saw last week and and what we could see this week. Right. Um, you know, I think this team is is still I think it's relatively healthy compared to where they were uh, last week. Right. So the the big question mark this week has been running back to Quinton Johnson Jackson. I keep saying Johnson. And I hate it. Uh, but Quinton Jackson, um, you know, he tweaked his ankle uh, again. Uh, last Saturday, which has been a nagging injury for him. Uh, and so that's kind of been a big question mark, but there have been, uh, you know, encouraging signs. And I think the expectation is that he'll give it a go on Saturday. And that'll be a big one for Utah. If they get Jaquindon Jackson, you know, out there and, and running the ball, that's a big boost for this offense. Beyond that, you know, this team is mostly healthy, uh, you know, again, with, uh, with, uh, context there of you know the guys that have been injured and lost for the season uh the team that is that remains is is healthy going into this game all 30 kickoff at husky stadium against utah and you can always catch steve bartle at utezone.com it's the 24 7 site for utah steve thanks for jumping on looking forward to seeing you on saturday yeah it'll be a fun one kim looking forward to getting up there and Man, I, uh, I'm going to bring some binoculars. I learned last time the press box is up there, so I'm going to need some binoculars. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on Saturday. See you, Kim. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.